Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Kevin, have yeah. you tried heroin? I have not tried her- <laughs> heroin. I, I'm so happy you asked about heroin because if you ask me anything else, I'd be like, oh, should I answer that question? Have you tried Benadol? I have. Oh, it's good, Nick. This morning, give me a really good buzz. But yes. are you, are you, do you, do you think that a lot of people, when they refer to the LGBT people, like for example, my mom always thinks that just because I, 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 I like men, I do a lot of drugs. Do you or anybody you know have that kind of. I think impression the, the that pers- gay people do a lot of drugs. I was just actually having a friend. A, a friend. I just had a friend. Congratulations! I have one friend. Finally, shut up. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and and uh, she's this gay girl, and she has some like super preconceived notions of the gay community, and she's like, "Why are gay men all they like to do is party?" So the notion is not so much that they they they're all drug users, but uh-huh. it's like. Gay men are hardcore partiers And they tend to take party drugs Let's call ourselves fun-loving And maybe not all of us like party drugs Cause Exactly For example, I've never I don't think I've Yeah I've never done party drugs in Malaysia And uh <laughs> I've done it where it's legal. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. For I've legal it, reasons. Yeah, I've done it where the country says, yeah, it's legal for you to do this. Do it. But um, but, but in Malaysia, it's I, I've seen people do it though. Like, for example, there's this one time I went to a bar and this person came up to me without saying a word, stuffed something into my mouth. And the thing is, I thought it was booger, right? So I was like, Bleh. oh, what the fuck? And, uh, and he was like, oh, you just wasted money. I'm like, first of all, I don't know you. <laughs> I literally, It's not like a friend's friend. It's just... It's a complete stranger. They were just in such a uh, having such a great time. They were on Cloud Nine and just stuffed something into my face. So I want to know if if that is normal and if it is, isn't it dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. But, no, basically, I think we, you know, besides the whole ad campaigns we've seen growing up, you know, like say no to drugs and all that stuff. It's we don't actually know what how it really affects our lifestyle. We don't even know how it's used. Yeah, we don't even know how it affects us. Sex. The first time someone did cocaine in front of me, I didn't understand it. I thought it was sugar. I was like, "Why are you sniffing sugar?" Are you because on a diet? I just did not know. I was like, "Uh, oh, this is make you skinny." So today we actually have a, a doctor who's the who's the owner of MUC Malaysian Urgent Care here in the studio with us. Uh, say hello to Doctor Usman. Oh. Hello. We're just gonna call you Usman here. Is that okay? Wait, it's fine. Usman like with a Z? No, it's Usman. Is US man. It's Usman. Yes. So Kevin is the one that screwed up that name. Okay, cool. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I love it. Would Don't you like worry. me to call it Usman? Oh, like, that ha- sounds better. Usman. Thank you. Yes. Right. Usman, sounds- you're here to talk about like, you know, behavioral stuff that could, that might be dangerous. And yeah. is it common for gay men to use party drugs in Malaysia? Well, okay. First of all, there's like a huge misconception that gay people tend to do more drugs than straight people mm-hmm. or bisexual people. So that's Actually, not true. It's, it's not true. Okay. I mean, it's... I mean, if you go back and look in the studies in the United States, it's a 50-50 shot, right? So, first of all, that's a misconception. But the fact that it's more prevalent in the gay community, yes, that is true. In the sense that it is more available. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why is that the case? Well, it's the access to drugs that they have. Uh, Gay men tend to have, um, I mean, this is just going back to statistics that I've done. They tend to have um, smaller families, um, more money to spend. Mm -hmm. They tend to do better, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, whatever professionalism that they try to do. So they have money to spend on drugs. 
Um, well, is that what it is? Well, that's not true, but they do have access to it a little bit more. Mm. Okay. So, but if you talk about who does drugs more than the other, it's not true that the gay community does it predominantly more than yeah, it's the just the straight access community. is seemingly seemingly more, and yeah. that's why it. That's I think the whole perception comes that way. Um, but and also the fact that you know when we tend to be out more in terms of. Going out a little bit more, having a social life than straight. So because people do. we go out more, we are more influenced mm. by other people. If, if if that's the case, would do we roughly know what sort of drugs are sort of favored? Yeah, what's party like? For what example, are the party drugs. I've yeah, seen, I've seen people in Malaysia. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people in Malaysia out of Malaysia doing coke, uh, mushrooms. Is that a drug? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a hallucinogen. G-H-D, yes. GHB, what is that? Yeah, GHB. That's the deadly one, right? Yeah, that's, that's the one a, where you can take. I and mean, die. pretty much every one of them is pretty deadly, right? <laughs> but I think amphetamines are done predominantly a lot more. Okay. Yeah, and then I mean, the crystal, crystal meth. Yeah, that's one of the more common ones. Meth? I didn't know meth was common as a party drug. Hey, hey, hey. hey a couple of years is. ago, that oh, music wow. festival, remember, was it Pharrell Williams performing or something? They had to cancel it. Yes. Because on the first yes. day, a bunch of kids took meth and died. And my first impression was, why would you take meth? Because yeah. I, I didn't understand. Until today, I've never done meth. So I, I don't know like what it is. Yeah, so like, why, why? Exactly. So why are these specific party d- drugs favored? Like, why is meth favored? Why is cocaine favored? What does it do to you? Well, essentially... I mean, if you just boil it all down, it just reduces your inhibitions quite a bit, right? Okay. And I think that actually goes hand in hand with what we are discussing today is what happens after you take those drugs too, which is it reduces your perception of being safe, what is safe and what is not. So your choices get completely out of the door. Mm-hmm. So when you do drugs, you're also very more likely to question, hey, do I really need this condom? Ooh. Right yeah. and yeah. you know and That's you're having grinder you see like CF right yes What's funny CF? enough CF means chemical Chem- fun chemical fun but when I first when I first joined Rhino this years ago, Chocolate. I thought that meant like celebrity, celebrity fitness. fitness. So yes. I just went. I thought it was celebrity I just fitness. Thought, like, oh, a lot of gays here go to celebrity fitness. Like, do you want to hook up in the gym sauna? And then I found out it's chemical fun. Wait, yeah. when you say chemical fun, does that mean like you guys go on a like specific date to sit down in a room and do drugs together, or is it like? Oh gosh! No, no, no! Yeah, no, no yes, yeah, I've been to those parties, <laughs> but it's usually more like two people wanting to just get some drugs and have sex. So these are like drug friendly people, right? Yeah, I was invited to this party. One time where they said you have to take like you have to I didn't, I didn't you have how do, to how do people take crystal meth do they suck on it or do they no, that's, inject that's the method the, of like smoking it yeah. yeah. so they give me like a bong and like, you have to do this I'm like what is it they're like crystal meth I'm like I'm so sorry I've seen Nip Tuck I know what it does to your teeth I pay a lot of money for my teeth yeah. it's you not gonna happen Nip yeah. Tuck, girl. <laughs> no because generally with crystal meth she's judging us for watching Nip Tuck I am trying no I'm in love with Nip Tuck don't even talk no but like the idea is that you, that's the crazy thing when I heard crystal meth because I know straight kids living in Chowkit, little kids who grew up, you know, who parents were sex workers, they're doing crystal meth. Yes. I don't imagine sort of high-flying corporate guys to be doing crystal meth. No, corporate yeah. guys do cocaine. cocaine yeah, right? cocaine's it's the, the expensive yeah. sort of like But cocaine makes you like drug. confident. Why is it a part? I don't well, it, understand it makes you hyper. That's... It makes you hyper. Does I, it? Yeah, hyper in the sense it, it, it again, it reduces your inhibitions of okay. being conscious about you know, like what other people will think about you. So that comes up, projects itself as being confident. But in actuality, what you are doing is just giving yourself this rush of energy and that just, re- it just dramatically reduces your ability to think logically. Now, before we go for a break, we have 
staff to like nail this to the head and 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 because we have to tell you that we're not promoting any drugs on this episode. Yes. Far yes. far from it. We're yes. discussing it because we know you're curious about it because I wish when I was 21 or 22 that someone would tell me Kevin this does this and this does this and this could lead to this. Exactly. Once again we're just bringing up the conversation and you guys need to go and do the research because at the end of the day it's your choice. But there's a side effect and there's a certain, there are consequences to yeah. every decision. What kind of consequences? We're going to be right back to talk about it. Ooh, sassy. <laughs> okay, so I'm all, imagine this, right? So I'm out partying, blah, blah, blah. I'm all like hopped up on cocaine. And I want to. <laughs> I like the fact that she thinks being hopped on cocaine means moving your hands around a lot. I don't know what it's like. I'm sorry, okay, but like I'm all like, yeah, hopped up on cocaine. I'm like, I want to have sex, and I'm like, oh, hey, this is guy. We're gonna have sex. I think that's what, what you do when you have ecstasy on. I'm on ecstasy, and I'd like more ecstasy, so I call my boy like Ranjeev. I'm like, hey, Jeev, come on over. <laughs> What's gonna happen now? We're about to have sex, and I'm about to negotiate sex. What could possibly happen with me being on some kind of drug? Can right you even now? negotiate sex in that state of mind? Exactly. exactly. That's a, that's you brought up a very good point, Cam. So you mm-hmm. can't. You just. I mean. So I think you're in a compromised situation, right? So any sort of decision you make, um, first of all, you're just going to be like you know going in a circle in your head over and over again, whether that's the right decision or not. Which I think you need to step back a little bit. But um, but just making those kind of decisions at those that point is absolutely wrong. I think you may need to like. Um, think about it a little bit more before you take those drugs and put yourself in that situation first. Party drugs can be a gateway to date rape drugs as well. Yes, right? exactly. Mm. Which and is I very dangerous for a single. I mean, woman. that's what they say. Yeah, they, they, that's what they recommend. Everyone is like, first of all, don't go anywhere alone and don't drink any drinks that are being like you know unguarded for. Mm. But just just make sure that you have someone chaperoning not even chaperone just be with you so that they can you know keep an eye out watch out for you and stuff like that yeah 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 like the designated driver of the group so to speak right yeah so being drugged means that you are like a consequential drug user but what about you taking it uh, doing it you know it's habitual yeah it's your own free will you're like I want to go out I want to take this pink orange yellow pill whatever what kind of effects will it have on my body if I were to do this once a month or worse, once a week? Well, I think the main, the main thing that will happen is that it's many of these drugs severely dehydrate you. I mm. think that's something that people don't really talk about. And dehydration is actually really bad. Um, mm. Just thinking about your brain, everything, you need a lot of water in you Doesn't just it? to keep yourself going. So Sorry. that's why... Uh, wasn't it... Was, I'm not sure if this is accurate. Uh, when you're feeling dehydrated and you keep drinking water, isn't that dangerous as well? Is that? Yeah, it is. But um, that yeah, you're drinking too much water at, yeah. at one gulp. I think it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. It just it can lead to other effects as well. Oh, so you drink slowly. Yeah, the, what happens when you take cocaine and all this crystal meth and stuff like that is that that's why you see a lot of issues in terms of receding gums and you know yeah. having you know all those issues that come with it and also the headaches that come with it as well when you are in mm. withdrawal that what, happens. What about in terms of sexual fitness? Because for example. Um, if you you know like the term whiskey dick right like if you're if you're drunk <laughs> you know impotence could happen and sometimes don't it's short term don't make eye contact with us when you're talking about that like no, I mean, I'm sorry never heard about it no, no no I mean it, they do play with your neurotransmitters quite a bit as well and mm. I think that's why your nerves your simulation your, your nerve endings get a little bit if fatigued, if you will. Yep. So they're not firing those signals as much as they should. Ah. So it's affecting that as well. And again, most of it, I mean, of course, there could be like, you know, other chemical things that you can talk about, but it all comes down to like being dehydrated and the fact that you're not 
coherent with what you're doing. Because here's the thing, I, I hope that this is not true. Because I know a lot of men who would say, specifically men, because more so than women, that would say that being on a certain kind of drug actually either increases their libido or has like they, they actually feel like they're harder. Well, if you talk about poppers, right? That's mm. very common, right? And... And oh my god, guys! I am so stupid. Like every time, everything you guys say, I think I know what it is, and then you explain it. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, I didn't know poppers excite you. I thought it makes you super relaxed in the butt. Yeah, but many people take it so that it gives them this high. And I think I've heard. I mean, some of our patients come in and they say that poppers works for them. To be really honest with you, personally and from you know hearing from other friends, it just not nah, does not work. work for you. So these are mostly rumors, I guess. Hey. Yeah, mostly rumors and also there's this excitement that you're taking a drug, you don't normally do drugs. There's yeah. this excitement you're trying something new. So in your head, technically you could be given a placebo and it still might work. Yeah. That's a, a fantastic point you brought up because placebo is another thing as well. It's like how much of it is this the drug or is the thrill of taking the drug and how much is it of what you want it to do. Yeah, but right? well, since we're like talking, for example, just sorry. one thing, sorry to interrupt. Like when you go to America in, in one of the bar, any of the clubs in America, it's very common to go into the bathroom and there'll be this gumball machine with ecstasy filled there that people can, you can just you know throw in a quarter yeah. and you can get ecstasy pills right mm. luckily nowadays they're putting condoms in there along with the ecstasy so you it's a lucky draw <laughs> yeah. you know you can just save sex or possibly not save sex yeah <laughs> yeah but again you know when people are on ecstasy of course they have those same effects where you know it's a it's a party drug and you tend to you know of course not just lose your inhibitions of making the right choices but you also tend to drink more alcohol with that so yes. the clubs benefit so when you drink more alcohol with the party drug, what happens? Oh, a lot of bad liver things. Liver failure. Ooh. Liver dysfunction. GI, oh, sorry, gastric. Yeah. Yeah, so you have headaches, you have, you know, uh, abdominal issues, digestive problems. So you have a whole bunch of So you of could bad. have like fire diarrheas. No, but you're also increasing... If you're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> okay. because you're also increasing your risk of alcohol poisoning because exactly. you just keep drinking and that could fucking kill you, legit. Yes. Now, because we keep talking about all these sort of chemical drugs, I'm curious about ganja. Yeah, that's a very good one because that's a new one now with many of these countries legalizing it. People are switching to it as an alternative, mm. right? And um, not to say that it doesn't have any of the effects. For example, some of my friends have, you know, uh, for, for one of my friends, he's a regular user. Like he uses ganja pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, to talk to him sometimes, he would sort of say, well, you know, if you don't, if it doesn't do ganja, that seems like an abnormal state for him. Oh, wow. So when people are in that level, of course, their long-term effects on their cognitive uh, cognitive abilities is severely affected. Mm. So the fact that, you know, yeah, you can look at how it affects your sexual preferences and your sexual choices at the moment, of course, which is not very good, is impaired too. But you also look at, at it in the long-term effects yeah. of how it affects your ability to think and function. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, this is a personal story. So I... I, there was a point in my life where I refused to date pot smokers because almost every pot smoker I was intimate with had problem had problems getting it up. You're right, yeah. And and that that drives me crazy. They're so relaxed. They even their penises wouldn't get up. <laughs> and I was doing everything. At one point, I was like, maybe my tits are lopsided. <laughs> well, not mm, so. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> Thank you so much for 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 shining like this, so many different lights in so many different directions in yeah. such a short time. Kevin is so totally questioning like what he's going to do. Everything I know about like... drugs is a lie. <laughs> But it's good. Thank you so much. It's oh, been really welcome. enlightening. Um, you have to Flabbergasted. come back. We, we need 
We need you here. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And if, if, if for, for, for kids out there, not kids, anybody, mid-20s, early 30s, someone's offering them something to try it out, what kind of advice would you give them as a medical practitioner and someone who owns a, a sexual health clinic? Well, first of all, um, I would recommend everyone to be educated in terms of what are the drugs that are generally out there mm-hmm. and also know what forms they come in because... Mm-hmm. As you said, we rightly pointed out, some of the, we, no, not, not many of us know which are the different variations of the drugs that yeah. come in. So just be aware of it. And I think that is definitely a good first step. And to know exactly what you, know, what you should not mix things with. Like what are the combinations, do's and don'ts of taking certain drugs. We are not, I'm not promoting you guys to, um, that you should take any drugs at all. But I mean, with kids nowadays, everything is going to, I mean, they are going to do it. Everyone yeah. is going to try it at some point. So you point. might as well equip yourself with the knowledge. Might as well just educate it and, and acknowledge the fact that kids are going to do it. For example, with my nieces and nephew, I have I have had this chat. We have had this chat with them to at least say, okay, this is how these drugs look and this is the, how they can be administered to you. So if, if you are trying to do something like this, please be aware that this is what you should be doing as the aftermath of doing those yeah. drugs. Yeah. So here are the consequences and here's how you can handle yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Just so, a quick note, not all of us have a doctor who's in our family. So right now, before you do anything, whether you know whether you want to have another plate of rendang or if you want to try something like a substance, find out the consequences. Learn exactly. what you're actually doing and what it's actually being you know what's actually being done to your body when yes. you take it because knowledge is power otherwise you're going to be a helpless fool like me who's a 32 year old adult who does not know what poppers actually do I'm very sorry about that I feel like that's like the gayest drug of all and I don't know what it is it's just uh, like sniffing nail polish is what it is I don't know I mean that's how it, okay a very that's strong, what, that's, it's a very strong nail polish I'm going to rate my closet all over again this is fun please don't go home and sniff nail polish or kerosene or thinner thank you very much <laughs> this is Kevin and Farah Make sure you follow us on social media at Ice Kachang MY on Instagram or talk to us at Mr. Kevin Chong or OMG Farah. Bye! Don't do drugs.